Blink, blink, ding, bling. Ding, 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 Welcome to a spooky mini-isode of Ho Yeah Podcast. Hey, Amy. Happy Halloween, Jackie. Happy Halloween, Amy. So good to see you this this uh, day before Halloween. The spooky Eve. Halloween Eve. Some people call it cabbage night. <laughs> Have you heard that? No. <laughs> I grew up, like when I was younger in New Jersey, you, they called it cabbage night. And that's the night that you're supposed to go out and teepee everyone's house the night before Halloween. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. I, why is it called cabbage night? Do you guys eat a lot of cabbage? I have no, no clue. Probably some weird Puritan thing. Who knows? <laughs> that's the night we harvest all the cabbage for the winter. <laughs> <laughs> when the moon is full. <laughs> When the veil is at its thinnest between the living and the dead, that's when we harvest our cabbage. That's how you get the best cabbage. Are you doing anything fun for Halloween? I know you already rocked your awesome fruit pie costume. You know, I am proud of myself for that one. I cannot deny it. um... That is going to, for sure, top Marina's washing machine costume, like, in, (laughs) you know, history of costumes. I, you know, I almost didn't do it because, I mean, I said it before in another episode, like I put almost no effort into my Halloween costumes. I always want to do something grand and then I just get like nervous and upset and then I don't do it. <laughs> so nailed it. I pulled it through because I was like, no, our listeners are depending on me. <laughs> I have to set an example for this KOT Halloween costume contest. So it was Friday, incredible. yeah, Friday night, I, uh, I spent hours painting that, which I I don't even know why it took so goddamn long. (laughs) It was two colors. It took so long. (laughs) But yeah, I spent hours doing it. And then I made the little headband because I'm a big fan of a headband, a headpiece for Halloween. I just love it. Oh, it was perfect. You not only was it spot on, there was no question what you were. I mean, I was picturing you in a burlap sack with like (laughs) a strawberry taped to the front or something but there was no question you were a fruit pie and you were stunning a beautiful fruit pie too your makeup was gorgeous it was really good (laughs) well thank you and everyone kept being like oh but apple's my favorite flavor and I'm like yeah but like (laughs) it's fine whatever I knew that I was gonna get that because nobody really likes the flavor cherry it's kind of gross you know it tastes medicinal but I was like but yeah cherry's way more sexually suggestive okay and also the song by Warrant, Cherry Pie, I've had it stuck in my head for like, like since I started making that outfit. Is she is my cherry pie. <laughs> Sweet surprise. Make a grown man cry. Sweet cherry Sweet pie. pie. <laughs> and your headband looked a lot cuter with cherries on it than a big freaking apple. They kind of looked like apples, but whatever. I mean, the whole outfit tied <laughs> it together. So it's fine. It's it's all good. <laughs> It was great. I'm still pulling my costume together. I got my eye patch. I'm just waiting to get uh, my wig in the mail. It's a brunette mullet. Mm. So 
hopefully it'll all come together. I cannot wait to see it. Um, I would just suggest cutting your hair into a mullet, but you know, whatever. Oh, I thought about it, but everyone would be like, you're Joan Jett, right? (laughs) Also a good outfit, but not nearly as good as Snake Plissken. Yeah, not not the same. No one's going to get it, but... Um, and also, as you can see, I'm drinking a can of rosé wine oh. that I got on sale. And my can of rosé is wearing a little costume. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little superhero. It's got a little cape on it. It's like it's flying in the wind, flying towards her mouth. So, I love it. You're really on theme. Oh, it's my... F- favorite time of year so i don't know <laughs> this is who i am yeah it's not it's a joke this is for real this is my <laughs> life yes i celebrate cabbage night yes i toilet paper houses <laughs> and god damn it my beer koozie will have a superhero costume <laughs> yeah. my foods and beverages will also wear costumes <sighs> yes. so anyway this <laughs> this spooky mini-sode we kind of threw together uh, last minute. Amy told a very spooky story uh, last episode for our Halloween episode, and it was so good. The one about Goatman's Bridge and uh, that person's friend seeing, oh my god, they, they went on that trailhead at night. First of all, that's yeah. terrifying. And then they get in their car to leave and they see a figure at the trailhead I'm assuming the one they just came from and it's night and it comes running at them that was terrifying I loved it I just got scared all over again oh yeah I listened to it in bed that night which it wasn't my first time hearing it but when the episode came out I re-listened to it in bed and I had to pull the covers over my head because I got so freaked out it was terrible just anything that's (laughs) that just appears and is standing there and then all of a sudden just comes running at you I don't care if it's a mile away it's terrifying (laughs) I know. I mean, anybody running at you, no matter what time of day it is, it's like, oh, well, now it's time for me to die. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, <laughs> clearly this person is running at me to murder me. So I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. It could be like noon in the busiest street in the world. And I'd be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> so scary. So, so we decided to try and get more spooky stories, try to scrape together some more scary listener stories. <laughs> And um, just throw together this spooky mini-sode for actual Halloween. And we really, like, kind of pushed people to submit some stories. And we finally got some. Thank you so much. And we got some some pretty good stories. Uh, a lot of different ones, too. Some really creepy ones. Some m- mildly sad ones. Some funny ones of people hanging out in youth groups and doing weird you know, water balloon Jesus stuff. stuff Jesus stuff. Yeah, water balloon <laughs> Jesus stuff, you know. Water balloon baptizing of a house. Yes. <laughs> so so we're excited to share those in this minyasode. Yeah, just excited to celebrate all Hollows Eve a little bit. Okay, so Jackie, you ready to get into this? You're gonna you're gonna kick us off. I am ready to get us into it. Awesome. I'm excited. Our first story, our first spooky story comes from Shauna, and the subject says, see the future in Fiddletown. And it says, my dad built a tiny cabin in the Sierras about 30 plus years ago, and we would love taking family trips there for long weekends growing up. At the time, I was about six, my little brother was four, and our oldest brother was eight. 
we are all now in our 30s. This weekend in particular, we got a very late start to getting on the road, which we can blame on dad who used to get five minutes on the freeway and then forget that we left our little brother on the toilet or something. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it's about a three hour drive and the sun was starting to set. <laughs> it got to the point where we had to stop in a small town called Fiddletown, population like six people max or some shit. To, uh, we had to stop there to fill up the tank with gas, which is a whole different story for another time where my childhood best friend and I swear we saw a little demon boy wearing no shirt and just overalls with fully white, milky eyes just standing there and watching slowly as we drove by. Jesus. Why Anything I- milky is terrifying. <laughs> the word is terrifying. It's disgusting. <laughs> Even if you were just like, this milk is milky, I'm just like, throw it out. <laughs> Cursed milk. <laughs> Not even milk should be milky. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> One thing you must understand for this story is that mom has a complex where she claims she can sense the future. She calls it the Cassandra complex which I guess is a real thing. It's, it says here, it's a psychological phenomenon in which an individual's accurate prediction of a crisis is ignored or dismissed. I bet Peggy Hill probably suffers from this too. That's crazy. I've never heard of that. <laughs> anyway, we were filling up the tank with gas and my mom starts saying to my dad, this gas station is giving me the creeps. We need to leave right now. And since she was not able to give anyone an affirmative answer as to why it was giving her the creeps, my dad rolls his eyes and says, sorry, not happening, lady, we need to fill up. Of course, this town with six people is giving you the creeps. My mom continues freaking out and saying, we need to leave, we need to leave. So finally, out of frustration, my dad caves in and decides to leave. A loud sigh can be heard from all the kids in the back. Mom's losing her shit again for no reason. (laughs) Seconds. Seconds after we pulled out, an enormous big rig truck crashes into the gas station right where our car was parked. Oh, my God. It still gives me chills. It still gives me chills every time I think about it. Jesus. I hope. And then the email. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. And then then the email just ends (laughs) there. What happened to her? Why didn't she finish the email? <laughs> the, email. <laughs> the big rig finally got her. It was chasing her all these years. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, it's like <laughs> death, like final destination. Only it's like instead of it's death, just- it's a truck. Shauna. Shauna, I really hope that your whole family can t- like realized mom is always right. And now we have to listen to her and she didn't have to worry about having a Cassandra, Cassandra complex anymore because she saved your asses. Okay. Yeah. I, after this, I hope everyone just, anytime she was like, we need to leave. You just don't question it. Just yep, let's right, skedaddle. Oh, that's a good one. I really enjoyed that one. All right. So in the last episode, we briefly touched on hell houses, you know, those evangelical houses that are used to kind of like they're like an alternative to Halloween houses or haunted houses with very, very heavy religious themes. So I asked, you know, if anybody's had if, if anybody ever went to one, one of our listeners, if you've ever been, been to one, I want to hear about it. Uh, so we got two that have been to them. So I'm going to read those first hand yeah first hand i know Oy. okay so this one comes from the real taylor davis from instagram it says 
I've been to two hell houses. The first one was a local church in my hometown that every year would have something crazy in their parking lot. One year was a school bus flipped over with dead kids. <gasps> uh, and another was a crashed airplane on fire. What? In the inside, it was basically what y'all explained. I went because it was a requirement for the football team. The second Whoa. one I went to was a traveling one and had like a drunk driver, a girl having an abortion, a guy watching porn, and a guy who had died by suicide. At oh the my end, God. you could. <laughs> at the end you could meet with someone and pray for salvation and be saved great first date for a 10th grader uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. you didn't explain that you were on a date, a date. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, so What's the point of the bus flipped over with the dead kids? Was that the drunk driver one? Was the bus driver dead? Or or is it just Our like buses a... buses sin? Who knows what happens in those back rows on a bus? It gets, oh. Ugh. A lot of boners. A lot of boners. A lot of handies. Uh, that's what I hear. <laughs> and that's and that's the theme with these with these hell houses is that like at the end of it, after you've been scared shitless that, you know, oh God... You can be saved. Just join us. Just like they did in the Halloween episode. They're like, sign this oath, buddy. Come on. Yeah. And you, you're you saved and you get a brownie. I mean, what a deal. <laughs> what what a steal of a deal. So that one was from the real Taylor Davis. Thank you for that. Uh, also, I I do want to know more about this first date that you apparently took someone on. So, or yeah. you were taken and I, on. I'd like... I'd like to know if, um, you know, what the connection is between, like, riding in a bus and sinning. <laughs> Very curious. Definitely. All right. This next one also comes from Instagram, P. Hi there. I wanted to write today because you asked for people to let you know what the evangelical scare houses were like for those of us that went. My parents and I were invited by family friends when I was about 12 years old, and it's pretty much exactly like it's depicted in King of the Hill, except maybe a little less dramatic. For instance, premarital sex doesn't kill you, but it will absolutely ruin your life and lead you down a rabbit hole of poverty, then drugs, and maybe then death. <laughs> if I remember correctly, the scenes followed one man's life of bad choices most of the time. They include many more scenes than the show did, like drinking and driving, not necessarily a bad thing for them to include, true. And what happens if you don't accept God as your savior before death? Big surprise, you go to hell. But Jesus did show up. Jesus oh. Jesus was like, yo, wait. <laughs> don't look, I got your back. <laughs> Jesus did show up and say, just ask me into your heart and you shall be saved. They say, it was too much even for my Christian parents and we only went that one time. I bet that's what happened to that bus of that's children. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> well, now we know. So thank you to the two of you for sending those in. I, I, gosh, can't believe you guys had to go to those, but I'm glad that you seem to be well adjusted despite that. <laughs> yeah, that was um, very, very insightful. And confusing, again, with the bus of children and the airplane crash. What? Yeah. Was it on fire before or after? <laughs> was it actually on fire? <laughs> All right. This next story we just got in from uh listener Laura uh and her name on Instagram is Maisie C137 Maisie underscore C1 underscore 37 and the subject says ghost oh. story hello fellow propaniacs i have a few weird stories that i could share 
From the house I grew up in becoming haunted the moment our neighbor died or the weird things that occur at my current job, but I will tell you about the time my pals and I saw a ghost. Ooh. We were driving along the coast in San Pedro, California called the Portuguese Bend, mm -hmm. sounds beautiful, on a dark rainy night. Cliché, I know. We decided to stop and smoke, at, smoke out at the Point Vicente Lighthouse. We all started to exchange spooky stories about the Lady in White and all the other crazy things that haunt this coastal area. One of our friends, Thomas, brought up the hundreds of ships that would crash along this rocky coast before the lighthouse was built. It's said that residents can hear cries for help from the drowning sailors or report seeing downward-facing bodies in the water only for the bodies to disappear when they look again. We finished smoking and decided to grab some munchies. It was raining hard, even for California. The road has a lot of twists and turns, so we were driving slow. We came up over a hill when we spotted an old man crossing the road. He was in an old nautical-looking raincoat and hat holding a lantern and was transparently pale. As we approached him, I realized that he didn't have any legs. Oh! My friend slowly drove by him. The old man stared right at us. The car was quiet. What the hell did we just see? Finally, Thomas says, did we just see a legless ghost? The car erupts with screams and nervous laughter. We all thought we were tripping out, but nope. We were pretty sure we saw one of the many ghosts that haunt the Portuguese bend. Love you, ladies. Thanks for reading. Laura. Thank you, Laura. That was awesome. Laura. First of all, excellent writing. You really brought me there. Also, I think one of the scariest parts of that is being really high driving in the rain. <laughs> because <laughs> i've done on that a twisty turny road oh my god because i've done that and it sucks <laughs> it's real scary <laughs> oh my god but honestly that's terrifying and like the thought of seeing i mean an upside down body in the water and then all of a sudden they're mm -hmm. gone and then like as you guys were talking about it like you summoned them is what you did you summoned that guy and he was ready to get in that car with you it's one thing to see a ghost, but then to have it stop and look at you is so upsetting. And the <laughs> fact that the terrifying. whole car saw it. Like, it wasn't just one really high person. Like, it was it was all of you in the car. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. I have goosebumps. I know. That's terrifying. Oh, wow. Thanks for sending that in. That got in right, like, right on the cutoff. Thank you for doing that. Spoopy. All right, so this next of stories comes from Chelsea. They sent us Instagram, two stories on Instagram, and I was like, please send more. So they kindly obliged and emailed us some more. But here are some of the stories from Instagram. <clears throat> so Chelsea and on Instagram, Mort underscore Isha, like Morticia, like Mortician, which is pretty apt. All right. So, I used to work in a funeral home. Ugh, already I'm terrified. Oh. Yep, I'm we scared. had three levels to the building. The main floor, upstairs visitation rooms, and lower level visitation rooms. I was in the lower level visitation room cleaning after the family left. As I walked down the hall, something caught my eye down a small hallway where a mirror was. I decided not to turn and look directly into the mirror, but my reflection was looking back at me as if I was standing in front of it, staring into it. Oh. I then ran upstairs and wouldn't go downstairs until I had to leave with my co-workers. Oh, that is so scary. <laughs> oh my God. It's 
I think it's a really good thing you didn't turn to look at it because you know what? I heard that the same thing happened to Lincoln like a couple months before he died. And I heard it's like some kind of weird doppelganger thing where if you see your doppelganger, whether it's some it's in real life or it's your reflection communicating with you, that's like some kind of doppelganger shit and it's a supposed to be a bad omen. I'm so scared I might actually cry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I know. Everyone, take down your mirrors. I'm scared. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. So I think it's good that you didn't look at it. Oh, I wonder if that mirror is even still up. I would just just take it down. I would be afraid that if I looked at it directly, it would suck my soul into the mirror, and I'd be trapped there mm-hmm. forever. Oh, all right. We're gonna get through it. We're gonna get through okay, it. Okay. 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 Um, And then the next story from Morticia says, in the same funeral home, I was running from the upper level into the lower level, full speed down both sets of stairs. As I ran through the open door into the lower level, I saw the lady who we just had a visitation for standing there. I guess visitation is like like a a viewing. viewing. Yeah, like open casket viewing. I couldn't stop my momentum and ran through the spirit. I was sick for a week with stomach and kidney pain. The lady had died of kidney failure and stomach cancer. Oh, God. Uh, That, I just, how do you have these nerves of steel? Because after the, like, literally any tiny incident, I would have been like, goodbye forever. No, thank you. But I will say, it does make me, like, want to run through a ghost who maybe died from orgasming too hard or something. (laughs) (laughs) Just be like coming for a week straight, like (laughs) (laughs) I just keep running through it back and forth. (laughs) Ooh, that's Creepy. That's scary. <laughs> that's sexy, is what that was. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna. We have. I think we have two more, right? Yeah. All right. All right so again, another one for Morticia. There was an older man in his seventies who, after his funeral, hung around. He would always sit on the couches we had set up in the visitation room his family had picked and read a newspaper, look up at me, and wave before going back to his paper. Other people could see him, and it always scared the crap out of them. <laughs> I know. I'm scared, but also my heart is warm. And that, I know. Oh, I wish he would have just moved on, but, you know, he was just hanging. He just wanted to read his newspaper. Oh. I know. And how how pleasant just to look up and be like, hey, how's it going? Right, just a benign, friendly, he's a Casper. He's a Casper ghost. You know, the, a friendly oh, ghost. That's a nice one. And then we have one more from Morticia, a.k.a. Chelsea. Um, She sent us a bunch. This is one of the ones she sent us via email. And it says, The owners of the funeral home used to bring some of their friends around to see the place as we were getting ready to open. One of them brought a friend that I'll call John. John was a really nice guy and would stop in to check on us if he knew we were slow and bring us food or drinks and like to play with my hair. Oh, (laughs) 
I had a really long ponytail at the time because it was too long to wear down and be able to function at work. Well, one day we got a call that John had died. Mm. He'd been sick and didn't tell anyone. Oh, we have to do the funeral. I was the one who had to do the embalming because that was my job. Oh, uh, my God. Wow. Oh, and someone you know. Mm. It was hard, but I did the best I could for him. The whole time the whole time he was in the building, I could feel him watching what we were doing to get things ready for his family to say goodbye. And every so often, he's playing with my hair if I was the one in the office. Even after his funeral, he hung around, and I knew it was him because he'd always start to braid my hair. That's sweet and terrifying at the same I know. time. <laughs> I know. It's it's really sweet, but if uh, at the same time, I think even if my grandma, who I loved dearly, started braiding my hair, I'd probably just like flap around wildly until I blacked out. <laughs> that's really sweet. I like those last two because it's it's really it's nice. It's nice ghosts. Yeah, a friendly ghosts, right? You know, something that's like a yeah. It's like a nice like, hey, how's it going? Not. Hi, I'm going to scare the shit out of you. <laughs> I know. I'm here to eat your Aww. face. <laughs> Thank you, Chelsea. They had a ton of different stories. Some of them were, I mean, they were all crazy. And I can't believe that is your job. You truly do have nerves of steel. Thank you for sending in those stories. Seriously, yes. Thank you so much. All right, Jackie, we got one last one last story. And it's not a spooky story. It's actually a really funny one. And... Again, this is in regards to the last episode, the Halloween one. We asked people, you know, have you ever pranked someone? Have you ever, like, you know, trashed someone's house? Uh, Let us know. So this one is in regards to that, and it is from Robert. Robert in San Antonio, or RK Taylor 628 on the gram. This happened about 15 years ago in small town Texas, Brenham. But that doesn't really matter. It is home to Bluebell ice cream, so you're welcome. Thank you. Ooh, thank, thank you. you. very much. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> my youth pastor at the time would have us over on Saturday nights to hang out, play video games, etc. One time when we were hanging out, we had a knock on the door and opened it to a barrage of eggs flying through and smashing all over his apartment. <laughs> what the hell? That's such a shit move. What the hell? <laughs> That's extra that's extra evil. Worse than egging someone's house, you wait for them to open the door. <laughs> Have you ever been hit by an egg, too? That shit hurts. <laughs> no, you have? No. <laughs> I just assume it hurts. I'm sure it does. It's yeah. hard. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I know. I, I didn't realize when I first read this that they, like, they threw the eggs into their apartment. <laughs> All right. We knew the attacker and immediately plotted revenge. Yeah, for sure. We thought about <laughs> eggs, TP, and other similar things, but ultimately our youth pastor made us use made us just use less damaging water balloons. But you filled them with piss, right? <laughs> Hell yeah. That's how you That's do how it. That's how you do it. <laughs> So we all loaded into the church van around 2 a.m. armed with hundreds of water balloons. We get to the guy's house, pile out of the van, and proceed to unload the water balloons on the front of the house. After a minute so, after a minute or so, he comes out with a paintball gun and just lights us up as we scurry back to the van. <laughs> wait, wait, listen. We left one kid behind and he got the worst of it as he ran after us down the street. <laughs> 
inside of their apartment but retaliates to water balloons with a fucking paintball gun <laughs> and they left one of their friends they left him this youth pastor was like I can't wait for you Jesus will save you I gotta go <laughs> oh. okay the youth pastor decided that we should probably head back home since we had church in the morning. Super responsible guy, as you can tell. And it was already about 3 a.m. as we were leaving. Oh, my God. So they have to go to church the next morning after getting egged and paintballed. As we are leaving the neighborhood, we come to a three-way intersection and are completely surrounded by cop cars. The cops get out with guns drawn and thankfully realize it's a church van full of 14-year-olds. <laughs> My God! A neighbor heard the paintball gun and called nine one one to report gunshots. <laughs> it's like that scene in Halloween where, like, Hank throws the the evidence and it hits Dale, and he just like fucking yeah. hits the ground because he thinks that he's being attacked. Oh. The cops lined us up on the curb, made us pop the remaining water balloons. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Pop those balloons right now! Why did they just shoot him? I know. <laughs> you know those cops were amped up. They wanted to shoot something. <laughs> uh, made us pop our remaining water balloons and gave our youth pastor a talking to. After that, we had to clean the paintball splatter off the van and went to bed. This didn't take place on Halloween, but it's probably the most memorable youth group experience I had in a prank I'm sure Hank would be proud of. <laughs> Thanks for reading. If you've made it this far, keep up the great work. <laughs> that one is, I, you know, I, I don't know why I didn't really catch all these things when I first read through this because I thought, oh, that's hilarious. But I mean, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's really crazy. If you have any more stories, please, please send them in. That was insane that was great thank you so much thank you so much robert in san antonio that is hilarious i love that the cops made you like pop the water because like we're not gonna risk you doing this again as they've got like welts all over their bodies from the paintball guns <laughs> i know and it's three in the morning so funny oh my god well good job everyone thank you so much for submitting your spooky stories it was great thank it was. you that it gave me a fright it gave me a laugh mm -hmm. i mean i'm sweating i am afraid to look behind me i'm afraid to look in mirrors i'm afraid of the mailman definitely <laughs> so successful halloween spooky spooky stories and also some pretty funny ones yes well done everyone thank, thank you. you so we hope you enjoyed this mini-sode uh, look forward to our next episode. We're getting ready to record it. It's going to come out on Tuesday. Tuesday, November the 5th. Ooh. So we're getting into turkey day season, y'all. Ooh, send us your spooky turkey day stories. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time, listeners. Bye, Acondios. I'm the ghost of Lincoln Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie's having her week long come. <laughs> <laughs>